On today's episode, we invite longtime friend Jeremy Madsen, aka The Duck, to put Mrs. Doubtfire to the ultimate test. Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. Oh shit, here we All go. Alright, here we go. Dude, it's it's here, Dan. <sighs> it's another Dan. episode of the Guys, welcome the to the test. new the episode at the Nostalgia Test. I'm here with Dan with Dan, uh, who's in LA, and we are here with our friend from uh high school and elementary school. I've known Jeremy since fifth no, second grade. Second, second grade, grade, man. Jeez. Um, Get it right. We're here to do. We put. We decided we were kind of doing like a, a Robin Williams type of not marathon, but like we're like, hey, why don't we just do? A, I don't know. What were, were we on the kick a couple? Of I don't know. Ago? It just kind of happened. I think we said let's do three movies, and then we named three movies, and they just happened to be Robin Williams movies. So you had Child. Aladdin, Aladdin, yeah. had Mrs. Doubtfire, and forthcoming Hook. Hook. Holy nostalgia. Hook. Hook, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Solid. Yeah. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Manny. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, do you want to say anything to the audience? Give them a little uh, bio, a little bit of who you are, because you're going to be in, now podcast famous. This is it. I'm going to be podcast famous. Well, right. it's about time. Uh, <laughs> what's up to the audience? I'm Jeremy, the one they call the Duck. I met Dan in. If I'm not mistaken, 1993, the year of the release of the film that is uh, the subject of this conversation. That's right. Wow. And I've known Manny even longer. So that is a, a long damn time for a couple of guys who are pushing 40, like Stu and Mrs. Dalfire, portrayed by Remington Steele, a.k.a. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Irish Larry life. from Lawnmower Man. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I have a problem with his name. I guess he just gets bad Stu? names. Stuart. Larry, like well, Stewart. It'd be fine if he was Scottish, but he's Irish. Yeah, yeah I don't know, so, I don't know any Irish guy's named Stuart. No, not one. I guess they have him, but I can't think of any. Not at all. Not at all. But we'll talk about him because uh, he did whatever he was supposed to do in this movie. Um, he did excellent he was re- in this movie. He was <laughs> repping the chest hair. Yeah, this is perfect <laughs> for him. This is his audition I- for James Bond. Maybe this is a little out of sequence, but in the scene at the pool at the country club, they're swimming, and the oldest daughter, Lisa Jacob, or whatever her name is, shows up. She's wearing a sweater. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you guys want to go swimming? It's like, no, you can't see. It's, it's, in San, it's San Francisco. It's like 45 degrees. I'm wearing a sweater. I should not be going in this pool. Is it even heated? It's probably heated. <laughs> that scene's crazy because he's, like, concentrating. Like, he's at the Olympics, and he's like... <sighs> And he does like a triple flip or something before he. Gets, I think like, he did that himself too. It didn't look like there was a stunt double involved. It's like that's way too much, too much effort and preparation to put into this role, man. Yeah, the, yeah the, well, that a was comedy the, like this. A comedy <laughs> like this, yes, absolutely, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. So what kind of comedy is this that we're talking about? Well, First we're all, talking about. What's crazy the, is that this movie <laughs> is a Disney movie. This movie is a Disney. It's you could find this mm, on Disney Plus. 
you can yeah, find on Disney Plus, Disney but Plus. is it a Disney movie? Who no. was it? Who was the studio? The was it a Touchstone? What was it? I mean, things have changed in the media, the studio world mm. since 1993. This I don't remember true. who was responsible it's a for this 20th thing. Century Fox. Oh, well, right. they own, Disney owns Fox. Disney owns everybody now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, my mistake. And Excuse I will me. say that they did. There's so much improvisation done by Robin Williams. He wanted to improv it so much that they had cuts for a PG, a PG-13, and a rated R version of this movie. What? So not an NC-17? <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> just PG, PG-13, and, and uh, R, even though they knew it was going to be, be a PG-13, Robin mm. Williams- Was it PG-13? Yeah. Yes. It's rated oh. PG-13. That's right. Um, All right. Robin Williams in your, did in your... so many um, cuts just for that. He They taped scenes 15 to 22 times until Dude. Robin Williams was satisfied. Let me There's just a couple say. things. I was wondering, right? I'm like, as we're watching the movie, I'm like- all right, I know it was based on a, a, a story, but like how much did they actually write down and how much was like, okay, Robin, what do you think? Did he get a screenwriting credit? Because it seems like he should have. Uh, well, yeah, the guy, Chris Columbus, is the yeah. director, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Discoverer of America, multi talented guy. <laughs> Directed Home Alone. I mean, Home Alone <laughs> 2. Home Alone 2. Harry the Potter. first two Harry Potter films. That's right. And Bro, uh, this guy's he got was a, supposed this guy's to direct National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation until he got fired by Chevy Chase. He's still bitter, understandably. He directed Rent. He directed Stepmom. He directed M- Nine Months. I mean, Bicentennial Man, another Robin Williams movie. Yeah. Um, he and he's Which on... some people really, really hate. I like that movie. I never saw it. It was a two-jerker. movie. But I like oh, yeah. It. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this was a star-studded film. That was a crazy film. movie. Dude, oh. this is a star-studded f- film, and you realize that the the woman who was um, the social worker, she, yes. was the, the, she was the secretary, the secretary and liar, 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 which this movie almost reminds me of. Okay, so I was watching this film, and I'm like, there's a trope out there. It's shitty dad trope. Um, in Hollywood, this reminded me of the Santa Claus. This reminded me of Liar Liar, and I'm sitting there, we're looking. I'm like, it's another movie about being a shitty dad. But and was he a shitty dad? No, maybe he was that just was a the shitty only thing, husband. That was the only he thing was he a did shitty right. husband. Okay, he was a he shitty was husband. A shitty which, husband. Which, which same thing in the Santa Claus and in um, Liar Liar. He was a shitty husband and a shitty dad so in Liar Liar. When we're looking through this, you know, lens of nostalgia, this is one of the things that it's hard to <laughs> overlook, right? Because it's like. They live in San Francisco in this in a, like a giant house on a major oh street. God. And it's like, oh, this guy can't hold down a job. I'm like, OK, well, then one, how are they living there? And two, obviously, you know, mom's holding it down. So oh, the financial geez. element is, is not going to be the problem because then she's going out and hiring this, you know, super nanny. So she's making bank like as she's serious. making crazy bank, which changes her. OK, mm-hmm. she's wearing mm. that woman's suit. Like she's a working woman. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who's wearing the woman's suit? She, Sally Field or Robin Williams? Because I Sally Field. Oh, I thought that was Robin. She's wearing. Excuse she's me. all like you know corporate and stuff. But like, this is like the typical like. How could they afford any of these? Like in a Home Alone, you're like, what do these people do for a living that they can afford that huge mansion? Same thing here. Like even though even if she's making that much, like she might like where does she work? It must she's not be very. It must not, not just a little bit much. She's yeah. like high, making like almost half a million. Has well, to be if she's the only breadwinner. Half a million, nineteen ninety three dollars, which I believe now is about one point six trillion. But Home Alone, whatever he did, obviously he got it for Christmas to go to France. But 
CIA. She, there you go. She had <laughs> Mrs. Hillary. By the way, I had no idea what these people's names in this film were until I had to rewatch it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I know Mrs. Doubtfire, and that's like it. And that's it. his yeah. name's Daniel. Well, that's like you, I really needed to know. That freaked me out when you were like, Daniel. I was like, oh, oh. that's right. His name is Daniel. She's in, so Mrs. Sally Field, uh, Miranda. She's a named Amazing. partner in either an architectural or an interior design firm. She talked about rugs in the beginning, so it established credibility. Believable. But then Martin yeah, Mall. And she gets in she gets interrupted <laughs> yeah. in the meeting. Like it's like, oh hey, by the way, you're in the middle of a presentation. Come with me. I just want to tell you that your ex-boyfriend in college wants to hire you. <laughs> well, he didn't know that. But that was Martin Mall, who's also yes. a, a well-known comedic actor, who apparently is her boss, is like, wait a second, dude. Her name is on the wall. Could you speak to her a little more respectfully? And then I know. And then the neighbor is calling. It's like, why couldn't the neighbor like there's a lot of backstory? Yo, and fuck in fact, that neighbor. I understand there's a there is they had to cut like 40 minutes out of the final cut of the film and there was a whole subplot of Robin Williams aka Daniel Hiller aka Mrs. Doubtfire like going about with the neighbor because but the first thing I'm thinking is why is the neighbor calling the mom and the police before just going over and saying like hey maybe don't have a petting zoo in the street why is yeah. the petting zoo not going wrangling everything? It's like the petting zoo showed up, opened the back of a truck, and was like, "All right, get to it," and just like let the animals go. The police on- and how does Daniel afford all this? He does Miranda's he money. Put it on the, the credit card. The police are waiting there yeah. to confront Miranda. Did they even go and knock on the door and like no to the like? Oh, we couldn't bother the residents of this home. Obviously, a nice place, but whoever's walking into it, they're in trouble. Yo, and that cop was like, why is every cop in the movie straight from like the 80s New York? Like, Well, New York has a lot of police, so they just have a lot to they send so them. They, they outsource <laughs> them, them to San Francisco. So they just go to San Francisco. Because if you know, the, I don't, are, are weird I don't know what a San Francisco accident is, but I'm sure I wouldn't respect it in a law enforcement context. <laughs> no, it's really fucked up. Like she she paints Daniel as being like such a dick. Like, but even in the beginning, like he's a nice dude. Like he even when he's doing the voiceover acting. Right. Mm-hmm. Did, like he's like so upset that he that he has to smoke a cigarette. A cartoon is smoking a cigarette. There are like, a lot of things. Goes into this whole thing that so don't. He obviously cares. Do you remember smoking? Just like, yes, in movies. Yeah. I do remember. I wow. thought it was crazy when they're like smoking and non-smoking section. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh what? god. This oh, you so you mean yeah. Yeah. Not, not smoking section? The barge out in the in the bay. That's where you're gonna eat. Yeah, maybe the lake smoke <laughs> there for three that minutes. Was- <laughs> The Bridges yeah, restaurant. This is, this, oh this, man, uh, man! I don't even know where to begin. Wow, we we already went into it. Um, I wa- wanted to say like what your first thoughts were. Like we always go with like before you watch the movie. How did you like? What did you think about this movie when you were a kid? Like, do you remember liking it? Do you remember like? I remember seeing. I have. I have very. Thing. Uh, well, I do. I remember going to see it in the theater. I thought it was funny. Um. And I, but I remember with my aunt, my aunt, I grew up, I was very close with, and she loved movies and she always took us to movies. And, but she always had, you know, takes on movies that were nowhere near what me as as a kid would think. And she generally, she identified, you know, with any sort of wronged woman in life or in a film. But in this one, she's like, all right, well, Sally Field is right. This guy is terrible husband and the guy Stu is totally better and she should be with him. And I just thought this was horrible. Like, no, but now I'm watching it. I'm like, Oh, like, no, like, okay. So yes, it's good that he doesn't like smoking cartoons, but he's not being a very, he's being a cool kid for the parent for the kids, but not necessarily a responsible one to raise it. Yes. Yeah. That's the word we use. Well, I think this is Robin Williams we're talking about. 
Uh, I mean, but- yeah, you hired Robin Williams. You have to put him as a man child. Like basically, oh, yeah. they were just like we again. It's another movie to be like Robin Williams does a bunch of voices. How is very current and also can like bring up some crazy ass references. Let's just make a movie and we'll mm-hmm. like right around it. He's a man child. Well, this is unless it's the this film is Jack. Right after, in which case, no. he's a child man. Dude, he is. Li- yeah. <laughs> He is that literally dressed Dave like Ram, him. another one. Yep. <laughs> he was literally dressed like Jack in yes. at the end of this film. I was like, what? Do you remember who uh, so Jack's weird. doctor, um, psychotherapist, um, you know, mentor person was portrayed by How, an actor? No. Held, an, held a, an honorary advanced degree, perhaps an EDD, had a popular sitcom in the 1980s. Yeah, it was, uh, was, wasn't it? It was Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, we went there. Oh, uh, taking that out of the podcast. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah, so, so I'll say that I do remember, I'll remember, I definitely remember liking this movie because uh, mm-hmm. I like Robin Williams and like it was, it was crazy and like mm-hmm. funny and whatever. Um, you know, just even the 90s clothes in this is just ridiculous that that's what we used to like wear. But, you know, they, well, you they have the typical like. Yeah, they have, you know, like, oh, cute girl. That girl was like, I, I, remember, I don't know what she's doing now, but I remember she was like, yeah, the bucket hat. Wasn't she also in um, Independence Day? The little girl? Um, no, 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 no. The, oh, the, the, old, the older. Yes, she was. She was. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was Randy Quay's daughter, but, so um, a little bit of a down down slope from Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. Smeal. Smeal. Yeah, so I guess like yeah, the whole thing is that he just wants to be liked by his kids, so he's just not responsible at all. So he uh-huh. just gets to be like whatever. Then he learns to be but, responsible like, through the prism of being Mrs. Doubtfire somehow by being flagrantly by being flagrantly irresponsible and committing arguably crimes against the law and possibly humanity. He learns how to be a better person. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I know. That's I'm the like, thing. wow, he's, he's holding up two jobs before he could do nothing. And now nothing. all of a sudden he could hold, he, he's holding up two jobs. He learns how to cook. He, he cleans better than he's ever cleaned before, all because he was pretending to be somebody else. So all he had a to woman. do was pretend to be a nice dude. Yeah, he basically, he like, learned how to be a well, better man by being well, a woman. That's there's something like that acting that. like well. a woman. Yeah, but and here's the other thing. What's so weird? Let's the go, bar yeah, was yep. so low. The yep. bar was so low for him. It was basically vacuum, make some meals, make sure the kids it's do their called, homework. It's called the bare minimum for Get being a, job. A, a parent. That's it. <laughs> That's all he had to do. That's all he had to do. So everything that happened in this movie was like you could have saved your marriage by doing these four things, and it would have been fine. Instead, he's just like. Making her, like, making Sally Field feel like she's such a horrible person. It's like she's like, just please, like, contribute to something here. I don't know, <laughs> make a dinner. Like he goes through so much like trouble to figure out how to cook gourmet meals and and all this shit, and it all because he, he wants didn't to see his kids. He like, didn't. He, he ordered out, it. It, and then he just been... plated. <laughs> but then do that. No, but that was the first that. time. And then he like learned. He go, goes home and yeah. like studies even more. I'm just that's the, that's how why this movie's so crazy. Because like in reali- realistically, he could have just done this all, I, and he could have yes. been like shut. I don't think they actually loved each other. I think this was a shotgun wedding. I think he got her pregnant, and she was like, "Oh, I guess we're getting married." Because she's like, "Oh, I liked him at first, and then things got bad." Like, how long did you like him, dude? They're the kids. Like what, thirteen? Yeah. The, the girl. The other kids like nine. Like yeah. it's not all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, our fights." Like. 
Did you even love him at all? You're you again. The it just so happens that her college love comes into play right before she gets a divorce. Mm. Bullshit. She was waiting for this. Well, she never. I don't think him. you can. She never loved him. I hate her actually. In this. whoa, she's a come terrible on. person. No. You're totally. No, I hate her. You're giving her the Adrian. Uh, no, she's you're terrible. Her dude. Adrian. She's terrible. What is she, she supposed is to do? Let the house fall apart? What is she supposed to do? Dude, go. You know, go have some people. Hey, somebody's got to be the adult. In the rain. Okay? Wait, I'm sorry, dude. Exactly. They didn't like, communicate, Dan. They didn't communicate. She is, are you going to call back to the last episode with How the Because all she did was. Oh, look at that. I did. She she did not communicate well. How are you supposed this to communicate with she that She started man. communicating with, with Mrs. Delphire. Because she actually had a conversation. She wasn't just screaming in her face, like, culturally appropriating, like, everything. And then, like, going, we're just trying to have a party. It's just like, yeah, I was coming home to have that, too. Now you have a petting zoo here. The house is ruined. Some kid was hanging from the chandelier. Doing a choreographed dance. The table. She's working. Yeah, she's working to make sure you're on the mother's side. Oh, yeah, he's he's being irresponsible. But look, I don't think you can talk about this film without talking about just listing off the things that are glaringly implausible. (laughs) Okay, first of all, do they not know that he is a trained voice actor and that his brother is a trained makeup artist? Because given those two pieces of information, this person who shows up, who's got to be somewhat familiar somehow, you know, they they might be onto that. I don't know. Also, you know, I know things were different yeah. back then, it's, but it's still San Francisco, even 30 years ago. And so Matthew Lawrence, middle middle Lawrence brothers, just glaring transphobia when he finds Mrs. Doubtfire uh, urinating oh. in a uh, upright position is uh, a little bit over the top. <laughs> I mean, seriously, dude, he won't even mm-hmm. hug his dad because all of a sudden he's like, wait, you're in girls clothing. Like that was why, by the way, a weird why scene. is his gay oh, brother happy now he's becoming be a woman? Funny. Like, I don't get the leap. Like, oh, you're gay. So you want everyone to change their gender. Of course, that makes sense. But think about like that character, Harvey Firestein, right? Also an in Independence Day. comes in. He, <laughs> yes, also an in Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this, this, this was loaded with 90s awesomeness. But Yeah, but like his role is basically to just, basically this movie says, okay, Harvey Firestein is gay, so he has a superpower to make Robin Williams right. into a woman. And then he's, and then his roles wiped off the face of the planet for two hours. This movie's two hours and five minutes, two hours long. Harvey Firestein's what in the first thirty-two minutes of the movie, thirty-five, thirty, like forty minutes of the yeah, movie. They have to do that whole matchmaker, matchmaker, make me. That, match. I mean, that, that's yeah. a highlight that of the film, scene. Manny. Come on, but like, the family looks. The family seems one very transphobic, two homophobic. So does the brother even? Maybe like, he, they don't, Maybe they let it. Is Maybe he allowed to be around the kids? Like, Although he did like reference him and and Jack. Oh man! No, yeah, he yeah, said well, and the, Jack. That, that was the companion. Oh boy. Yeah, but that's the thing. They don't even see each other. I, it's just weird. I this is why I don't like the mother. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! She's wearing pearls <laughs> all the time. Because like... she's t- she keeps them away. She's probably like you're ne- never talking to Aunt Jack and and your uncle. Uh, <laughs> that was a logical leap, but okay. Because look at her. No. Wow. Look at her. Wow. Manny. She wants wow, everything Manny. in place. Everything because be you're saying this because of the yeah, labels in the cupboard, she, which she, Daniel never appreciated until he became Euphigenia. <laughs> uh, stumped you on that one. Okay. That's true. No. Well, we got I don't that. Like, I don't we, like we, we, caught, we picked I up on that. Wow. Wow, Manny. 
Yeah, I'm still, I'm, I'm still, I don't, I mean, dude, yeah, he was irresponsible husband, but like, at the same time, she, she, you know, couldn't, you know, communicate with him. Like, listen, everything was funny at first. Things aren't funny. You need to grow up. Like that conversation never happened. All they, all it was, was like, I'm done. And she would (laughs) talk shit about the father in front of the kids. I hate that shit. That should never happen. And listen, I come from a divorced family. That should never happen. Okay. Well, didn't he do the same thing? He did the same thing at that shitty dad dinner scene. Um, when he gets Chinese food and he basically like says that he wanted the mom to have dysentery, which then was basically explained. No, Dan, he said, I hope she didn't die of amoebic dysentery. Oh, come on. We know where this is. We know where this is. So you're telling me you don't like him at all. Uh, This is why I think I'm more on her side. Again, I'm going back to the idea that all he had to do was hold down a job, clean a little bit help out at the house and make sure the kids did their homework. He couldn't but he, do that. He could. The fact that he couldn't he just do that was ridiculous. He refused. Right. He like refused to do any of those things. Mm-hmm. Sure. She should have taken an ad out in the newspaper. Well, she did. And then he totally <laughs> tortures her to death. <laughs> I missed the part where she died. Like, how does she, how does he tortures her? He changes because the phone what, number calls? and then he keeps prank calling her. That's yeah, quite a leap from torture to prank calling. Because he wants to figure out how to get. In, this is how he, he sees his kids. Figure out how he to get the his, job, dude. This is how he gets to see his kids. The judge rolled it out for him. Clean your. Hey, by the way, the uh, get a time line in this movie, but only gets to insane. see them once a week. But that was after ninety days. They the legal process, back the court. makeup process, a lot of process in this movie move extremely <laughs> quickly. For that, yeah. for a film that only that lasts two hours and five minutes long, they could have wrapped it up in the tight ninety. A tight 90 at least. This movie Oh, man, they couldn't because Robin Williams was given free reign. And a lot of this movie, a lot of the different scenes oh, was three so cameras. improvising. Yeah, they had to shoot it three cameras just in Gotta case get that coverage. they did something different. So they get different angles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they mm-hmm. say that Columbus shot. I'm sure like you probably read style. on Wikipedia or elsewhere that they had tried on a number of occasions to write a mega sequel to the film. But they kept going back to the fact that there yes. was no. Yes possibly plausible universe in which there would be another need for Mrs. Doubtfire to appear again, especially because she was already had a TV show. So she'd probably be pretty recognizable to anyone who, I don't know, owned a television in the mid 1990s. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, I mean, it was crazy too. Like all of a sudden the kids find out and then they have Mm. to lie too. Oh, so he made a metaphor for infidelity or something. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously this movie's crazy. Uh, it's just a comedy in the 90s. She's just um, trying to hold it together. All this. No, she's not. Yeah, she's she just trying is. to get some. That's all hey, she's doing. So what? This. James Bond. Who can say no? Yeah. I have to go get her wipe. Yeah. Look, look at this. Bro, she. Okay, he was crazy for doing what he's doing. But then it's a little crazy that she's like, I miss her stories. I miss her, blah, blah. She doesn't fucking exist. Marty McFly, get out of here. Doesn't she, man? But he made her. She exists in all of us. But he basically. Thank you, Jeremy. Exactly. He made them feel like he, he, they, he, he existed. The (laughs) fucking girls. Where was he gonna go? Them in like every scene. She sucks. Where did Sally Field touch you? Sucks. Wow. Poor Sally. (laughs) She was a great mom in Forrest. Uh, That was rough for her because, like, five years, five years earlier, she played. She was his girlfriend, and then she plays mom. 
whatever. <laughs> she she did she did great in that, and I thought I mean she was yeah. so loving in that. And here she. So guys, if you like um, nostalgia podcast, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah, subscribe and like. like Follow us on all social media outlets that you can find us and where you can get podcasts. Podbeam, Spotify, I, <laughs> Apple. <laughs> Fuck what? that, man. She had yeah, to, I don't like she her, basically no. did the same thing that she did in Forrest Gump, which was hold down the household and try to make a life for the kids and try to do everything mm. she could to make this like work. She did the same thing in Forrest Gump. He's she got did you the there, same Manny. thing in Forrest Gump. This in this movie you have. I think she, she should have paid for therapy between between both of them instead of going right to divorce. You think okay, okay Mr. Wait, Gump was on vacation. Okay. Look at Robin Williams' character. You think that guy's going to therapy? He would have done five hundred voices. Yeah, they would have during the therapy they session, and then that would have been it. Yeah, I mean, maybe this already was tried, and this was her last straw. We don't know. What, you know, it's probably the fights happened a long time. Even the kids were like, oh, "I guess you got fired again." Like, the, okay, the guy yeah, wasn't like, the greatest person, dumb. and he had to he had to get a kick in the ass by getting the divorce to finally change his ways, right? But he didn't mean he didn't know he was going to change his ways. He literally just wanted to spend more time with his kids, so he came up with his character because he doesn't know anything else, and he had to like escape to something else. Than then to be really himself because he doesn't feel really great about himself, so he feels better about be- being other people because hey. that's why he's a great actor. So speaking he's got a lot of freaking trauma. So you know what? Speaking of the character, how did he still get the job? <laughs> we saw the restaurant; like he practically like tore turned the place down, and it's like, hey, you know what? Dude. We came all this way. That's because that dude was drunk as hell. That dude was drunk as hell. Wanted to hook up with the gir- the, the, mm. the waitress's sister. What? You got a Didn't friend for me? have the whole meeting. Remember, he's like, oh, does does your friend have a friend for me? And I'm yeah. like, wait, you Robert, didn't even talk Robert to the guy. Robert seen in Gremlins 2. The new you guys batch. are just drinking. Dude, this guy literally was like ready to leave the meeting. And Robin Williams, first of all, his character does a bunch of things. He makes jokes about, he makes ethnic jokes. He makes, um, he oh makes God. jokes mm-hmm. about Me, refugees. Me, he makes jokes. Job. I was like, he, oh right. my God. There's a ton of yeah. gay panic. There's everything there was some going Indian on. Indian joke. Yeah. yeah. And then during Bro. that meeting, he basically is like, oh my God, they caught me. Let me think on my feet. Hey, you know what happened? My old girlfriend here. I just had sex with her in the bathroom. Like, this is the man that is trying to get back with his kids. He's a fucking, like, he's a menace. He's a and menace. he's just drinking. He's, Wait, drinking. he's like, yeah, sure, I'll take a double. He's double you know. fist. He's he's drinking double scotches. And then he's going it didn't back occur to, to me until now, because having seen the film the first time when I was a kid, that like part of the reason this film, <laughs> the, that scene was, you know, so intense is because like, He's drunk because apparently Daniel wasn't a drinker, but then he was. And then he tried to poison stew and somehow they wind up shaking hands at the end. So a lot a lot went down in a short period of time at this restaurant. Yo, and you know the the scene of him like <laughs> dropping his teeth in yeah. the in the uh, cup was made up. He oh, Robin Williams God. just did that and they had the, like the cast <laughs> reacted to it naturally. Like Dude, Sally feels I don't, I don't know if I go that this far. because like every reaction, every reaction was on point. Well, they're like, probably just to this natural meeting. reactions. I mean, she didn't know what was gonna happen. Exactly, but she kept it together. And Pierce Brosnan is just sucking. sitting there. Wow, Manny.
Wow, I'm sorry, honey. I don't like her character. You're giving her the Adrian. Um, no, I don't know. know what it is. I just didn't like. Oh, her oh it, I was upset about it. I don't love him, but like, I still, I'm like, she, she wasn't even giving him a break for a second, especially at the. Okay, it, whatever happened, it was crazy, but like, she just sat there. She, I, uh, whatever. I was, we uh, saw one fight. I assume that yeah, there's many plenty wants the dramatic of prequel to that. Mrs. Doubtfire that no one is, is clamoring for. I guess I'm going to ha- go have back and uh, listen to your episode about uh, Manny bashing Adrian because apparently she's uh, his. Oh, no. It was every episode of Rocky Freaking that anyone blanket. was on. Everyone didn't well, like Adrian. Nobody likes Skylar. Poor Adrian. She only was great one time. She was great. Nobody likes Skylar in, uh, in Breaking three. Bad, but and five. Was only time she, was she was an important character. What was what, what was Rocky yeah. going to say if there was no Adrian? Yo, lady. <laughs> Yo, Paulie. Paulie. Can we just not, can we not bring oh. up Rockies? We're over that. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. We touched the nerve. But hold. <laughs> let's, let's just go back. I'm wearing can a we take shirt. A, can we take a breath so, here for a second? We've been, yeah, co- we've where been are I feel we like we've been screaming we've, for 20 we've minutes straight. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Dan from the Nostalgia Test Podcast. Just wanted to let you know if you're looking for a unique customized gift for your friends or family, hire the Nostalgia Test Podcast to create a special personalized private episode or to roast your friends or family. We create each personalized gift with special show notes and quotes just like the real thing. And also, why not invite us to host your next virtual event? Go to NostalgiaTest.com and click the Hire Us tab and let's get nostalgic. Where uh, are we in this the movie? past? Everywhere. All right. What is your favorite scene in the movie? Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, anytime where this and any of the montages that are are good, which is the the transformation montage, the dude looks like a lady montage, just because of my pension for Aerosmith. Uh, well, I hate Aerosmith. nobody's perfect. So the dude looks like a lady one where he's like playing guitar with the with the um Oh, I mean the scene. I don't care about the scene, I just vacuum. like the song. I'm like, he's not doing any cleaning. He's just dancing. Who dances like this that one? It was a ridiculous scene. That's Stuffer. That's my answer to every question you have about this film. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. I thought the scene I thought the scene with when, when the social worker comes and he has to switch in between oh, yeah. being Mrs. Delphire and him. The tension build on that scene I thought was great. Just mm-hmm. the way it was like a pot of boiling water was happening. Mm-hmm. Like literally the they were building it. Yeah, literally. So I, I, I thought that was great. And then I found out that the cream falling off of his face, like that was all improvised. He didn't even mean that. And he just like kept going because the lights that were shining down on that cream. Yeah. I have to go get her wipe, which is like melt, making it melt. So <clears> he just, like when, when he was like, oh, now you got cream. And he, he's, he just like went with that. So I mean, you got to give it to Warren Williams. Did a really good job of just constantly, like, going with the scenes. They said one of the wor- worst things about it, though, is anytime he referenced other things, there has to be a lawyer who checks all oh, that and then Jesus. gets it cleared with other movie studios and stuff. Wow! So they're like, it took forever to constantly go back in the scene and be like, okay, hold on, and like go back and call and be like, hey, we referenced, uh, you know, Dances with Wolves. Can we can we put can we say that in the movie? Mm. It was like speaking of tension and scenes. I bet we talked about yeah. the scene at the restaurant already, which is, I guess, the you know dramatic conclusion that brings everything to a head. What if he just said, "No, I'm sorry, I'm not going to go to your dinner after hours that I'm not getting paid for." That happens to be at the same time as an appointment I have. 
would have saved him a lot of trouble. Thank you. I don't know. Just just an idea. Thank yeah, you. See, but that's yeah, that's, that's something that adults do, which Change was not something that he had learned go. yet. You got to learn to say no. No. Right. But like if they, you know, movie. just time traveled again in Ninja <laughs> Turtles 3, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you could argue that, like, without him doing this craziness, he would have never No, that's clear. Job that, as uh, if he hadn't become Mrs. Doubtfire, he mm. wouldn't have got to be Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right, Manny. <laughs> no, I meant that. I'm sorry. As, like, the, yes. the, the show house. that he gets at the end. Yes. Why is that name? Like, come on. Like, this is like, first of all, like, oh, God. By the way, did, um, what's his face? Today's episode of the Nostalgia Test podcast is brought to you by Lithology Brewing, located at 211A Main Street in Farmingdale, New York. Please go to www.lithologybrewing.com for more information. That's L I T H O L O G Y Brewing.com. Oh, Dan was like, bleep. Get that on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we created. But um, no, I one of my favorite parts definitely is, um, well, there are two. One just stuck out to me really was like it, when, when Sally Field said that she was going to pay someone $300 a week, like Robin Williams' eyes lit up like, oh, whoa, $300. It's just like. Yeah. I did the math. That's like $15,000 a year. <laughs> like, what are you going to do with that? In San Francisco, at any point in history, at any point like, in time, it's not a, it's not eighteen forty six. So like, oh my god, that and I think the pool scene was like the funniest because like you know I love <laughs> when, when he, he throws through the lime and he's like there's a drive by fruit, there's a run by fruiting pace for that girl's drink, dude. It's on me, yeah, he he's just at that oh, point, thanks. but he's doing that in front of Pierce Brosnan's friend too. Like, yeah. he just talked to that guy, and now he's, like, letting it all out. It's like, oh, I don't care. Like, he's literally being so, like, flagrant at that point, and he's just freaking out. Um, It's just, like, at that point, he's he's just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because he got himself in too deep at that point. Like, there's just mm-hmm. no way you have any way out at this point. Um, I mean, because when you think of that dinner scene, he... There's no way he could put all that on, run out. He it must have been like he must have been in that bathroom for a half an hour. Like I ha- like <laughs> where is he putting that mask? Like in the like where? In that purse. In his Mary Poppins bag. Yeah. In the bag. Dude, in the no. Bag. Someone probably opened that That's bag. It's high quality latex that he kept behind the toilet oh. That's hygienic, and then put on his face. Oh, oh no. It's a nice restaurant though, you know, people probably Bridges. Weren't- Going wild. Bridges. Bridges. It yeah. was a run they by Bridges in San Francisco. <laughs> yes, it was. Dude, I mean everything. That that scene is, I think, my favorite. That's one of my favorite scenes of the of the whole film. And what about the bus a, driver that hits on her? That guy. Him. Like, like yeah, that guy was. Yeah. European. <laughs> European. It's God made you. <laughs> Just like God made you. Takes takes all kinds. <laughs> wow, dude, I'd yeah, be God. scared to see what this thing was if it was rated R. Oh, like how offensive it got back then. It was already offensive as I was watching, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first Gee. woman, like the first disguise that they make for him uh, when he's like, you know, when his when his brother and his brother's partner are putting, you know, trying to figure out what's the best way to dress him, which is like. Come on now, you know it's going to be an older woman. He they put the first one on, and he's like doing a horribly offensive accent of like uh you know a, a Latina, and it's just like, come on, what are we doing here? 
Like, yeah, that would have been like two days worth of makeup yeah. <laughs> yeah. that they did. On the, why didn't he just do the voice that he knew he had to do for them first and then go yeah. from there? Just to start at the voice, because like, <laughs> then they have this whole thing where like first they went. What's funny is like they went to the babushka woman and then to Barbara Streisand. So they I think like they they, sk- they were like, oh, keep going this way. No, let, I think. Right. That was like the order or was it the other way around? Because it's like I feel like they went over that and then all of a sudden it was Barbara Streisand and then they went into, um, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire, I think, after that. Yeah, I don't remember like uh, the order. The, I haven't. Yeah, I don't remember the order, but I haven't like read up on anything of that scene. And I'm just wondering if like they just use like fucked up masks. And like he just he just picked up anything and like just like went with whatever he thought to get that scene going, like that was a crazy that was. I scene scene too. I, I mean, thought all the little scenes were crazy. I thought <laughs> like, the, the the actual Mrs. Doubtfire mask was like it reminded me of uh, Leatherface from like Chainsaw Massacre. Like when it was yeah. off his face, I was like Jesus with the wig and everything. I was like, this is like well, check this chainsaw too. Yeah. Anytime a mask is off the face, it's the creepiest thing on earth when there's no eyes in it and it's flat. <laughs> it's like something on the wall in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Everything about it was so weird. The girl has no face. <laughs> but like when you were watching this, did you like no. remember every scene? Like you were like, oh, this is coming up or like, or were you just like reminded? The major beats, the mm-hmm. major scenes. Yeah. 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 It was I didn't familiar. remember yeah. a whole scene where he basically like, flips out in the um in the social worker's office and does all those impressions for her like i felt like i don't remember that but um that the way they Mm -hmm. cut that together was like it was like he must have been sitting there for four hours doing like voice after voice and like all right do we have at least 10 let's just put 10 together it kind of reminded me of like the 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 genie scene yeah uh, like when genie comes out in uh, aladdin Mm -hmm. when he does all the ten thousand years in a lamp will give you such a creep in the neck (laughs) And like he just goes through all the different like famous people like in in that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's probably that's what the, the thing is like they hired him for a reason, and they're like, all right, we're gonna just kind of work around this and make it fit into this story about divorce. Right. They hired him to be Robin Williams, but then in the film, everyone hates him. Like, oh, you do a bunch of voices. That's stupid. <laughs> like, you're not talented. You're not funny. You could be a janitor at the at the studio. Yeah, Fine, yeah, whatever. Yeah, here, here, just go do the job. We're not going to tell you what it is. Just go there. Yeah, do this job. The guy's going to tell you. The guy in the little cap is going to tell you to mail the cans somewhere. He's not going to say where. He's just going to say ship them out. He doesn't care. Just get them out of here because it's going to be more that come in. That yeah, and then, and, oh. uh, but yet at the end, the judge is like, "You're a very good actor." Like he get based on what? Remember, the judge was like, oh, "You yeah, fooled yeah, all yeah, these yeah, people yeah. and all that stuff." So like, yeah. but yet. You know, he had been told that he wasn't good. I don't know. This which, if I was a judge, a hundred percent. Like, I mean, like this guy def- like frauded everybody. He like did it for. I mean, I don't know what the time, but how many days or weeks this was. But well, he had ninety days, right? To mm-hmm. and then the court. The, but I so think it was, it was early. Days. They came in early. I thought two months. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. because he got caught. Yeah. So sixty days. He he did this for sixty That's- days. That still seems fast. <laughs> That's a lot of work for that two months. T- somebody who can't hold down a job, he sure did, he did a lot a of work. A lot of work. Like, Dude, he played soccer got a new with the kids. All decorated. of a sudden, when he yeah. was like, when that he whole, whole like montage wardrobe. scene of them like doing things, like not only like if, you know the first scene, she, Mrs. Doubtfire is making them do homework and chores, 
And then, and he's sitting back drinking, drinking like a Tom Collins or something. Oh my! Something, something like that. So yeah, they explain where he gets the mask and the wig and the bodysuit and everything. But like, where did he go out and find an entire like sixty-year-old British That's woman's wardrobe overnight? <laughs> Didn't have any money, but let me just he went through a thrift shop, dude. dude. If that social worker found all this stuff while maybe like he was in the bathroom or something, it would have been straight out of like Silence of the Lambs. Like I feel like yeah, the social worker. Yeah. Wasn't put off that like her, the sister and the brother who were like in the 40s, 50s, 60s are in the same bedroom and like he's in the shower. He'll be right out. No. (laughs) Dude, that was the weirdest thing. And then here she is sitting there. First of all, that woman was totally traumatized. She steps on a mousetrap, which it's like out in the middle. That that mousetrap should have been animated. I mean, it was ridiculous. Supposed to put it next to a wall. The mouse like to hug the wall. It's supposed to be out in the middle of the floor. If it's out... Is there a banana peel next to it? Come on. If it was out in the middle of the floor, that means you have a real rodent issue and those mice just don't care and they're just flagrantly walking out in the middle of the living room being like, what's up? No, that means you're booby trapping it for for, uh, for robbers. And then he pulls his pantyhose off her. She screams for a second time. Then he scares the shit shit out of her when she comes into the into the freaking into the uh, kitchen he's like, hello i'm like hello <laughs> another great opportunity to lie when she asks for a cup of irish tea just say oh we don't have any <laughs> like she makes it but we don't have it like sorry <laughs> i would love a cup of english tea First it's just all, like what that's a difference workers like all come up with you like what like who no you're not coming you up can do, you can you do it wait. i can do it you gotta wait. No, My she's gotta inspect naked. the premises. Okay. It's her job. He's naked. You need Friday to night work. appointment. <laughs> He's naked. I'm gonna go see it, but you can't. <laughs> Dude, there was a part though in that dinner scene where uh, when Sally Field uh, goes to take the little girl to the bathroom, and then Robin Williams tells the other two kids to go look at the dessert cart. He then basically tells Pierce Brosnan how much of a sex maniac Sally Field is, and yeah. basically is like saying that she has cramps. He says that she has, she has cramps. Like you have now lost your mind. You have literally <laughs> lost your mind. This is this is Manny's hero for this movie. Like, <laughs> no, no, I did not say he was my hero. I just don't think she's a saint. Okay. Oh yeah, she has oh, cramps. Okay. <laughs> Saints don't get crabs. <laughs> Freaking terrible. Her in a pearl necklace. It's uh, terrible. I hate it. Everything man. about pearl her necklace, outfit. 90s. Ugh. What did you want her to wear? I don't know. I hated her. Did not like her. <laughs> I didn't like her being. Thank wow. God they, they got a divorce. He just, he, I mean, and again, he's not the greatest person ever, but nah. like, she's not, they weren't meant to be. Yet right. they had three kids. Well, I mean, she made, he made Took her laugh. that long to realize that. But, dude, she was working all the time. I mean, like, so, I mean, she probably didn't really notice. It's the only way she could get off work is to go on maternity yeah, leave. She was, basically, <laughs> she was basically working all the time. This guy couldn't go and put, like, told, hold a job down. A job. A you don't know that. job. She said it. Well, they said it clearly. Can't hold down a job. Bit of a loser, that Daniel. Yeah. They said it you clearly. All, all Daniel wants to do is go talk into his microphone. Bit of a loser. Wow. Wow, Jeremy. The meta the meta narrative there is just uh please don't forget to like and subscribe. I mean that's just the film. What <laughs> you tell you? Finds, he even finds time to play soccer with his kids. All of a sudden they're going bike riding. Like when where where was this when he was like a father? Like when he was there. We don't we don't know that he wasn't doing it, but he didn't get credit for it. 
Mrs. Delphire did. Yeah. Mr. I mean, that was Mrs. Delphire. Maybe she should have just paid Daniel to be a father. And then he <laughs> well, fine. he offered. This was the whole reason he had to create Mrs. Delphire because she shot him down when he said, well, just let me do it for yeah. free. She said, nah, I want to pay $300 a week of money that you have to also contribute mm-hmm. to to get a stranger to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. So you better you better hijack my newspaper ad. KL5. Yeah. <laughs> me, job. That was a terrible no, scene. I am I job. am job. Oh, man. Job. That was the worst. Job. job. I guess it is job. And then like the, that, that uh, nanny at the end, she's like, I don't do windows. I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't do homework. I'm like, you know this job she is being a nanny, right? Like, <laughs> she said she doesn't do reading. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't do reading. <laughs> Can, are you not able to? I don't do readings. Like, oh God! Like, I mean, what do you reading do? Reading to kids is fun, dude. Every time that uh, little girl Matilda had a line, it was just like Mike so oddly. She's like, "What are you talking about? That is that That is that." She just talked it with. Oh, that one. That girl was possessed. The little girl, Mara Wilson. Yeah, I think that's her name. What is it? I think she's sixty-five years old now. It's crazy. You know, Robin Williams just look old all the time. Yeah, how old was he? Yeah, he looked pretty much. This. He was like 42. Wow. He was, yeah. He was 42. Sally Field was actually six years old. Wow. And Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan was literally not yet 40 years old when he was. Shut up. Yeah. I have to go get her wipe. Harry Firestein, Firestein, whatever, was also in his mid to late 30s. Wow. People just, people just looked old back then, man. Dude, Pierce like Brosnan us. mailed it in when the Dude, movie was. Come on. <laughs> mailed it in. He mailed it in. Well, he didn't have much of a part. I mean, he just was a straight man. He was just there. All he had to do was be handsome and charming, man. That's kind of his thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's no Mamma Mia or or Fire Saga, but no, it wasn't his movie. So this movie made, just to put it out there, the budget was $25 million. And on Wikipedia, it said- Nothing. That's like a small budget film. It made like $441 million. There was not a lot of other options in the 1990s. Well, you go to the movies, you, let, you go to the movies, or you sit at home looking at the wall. Here's some of the movies that came in and came out in 1993. Well, Jurassic Park made a few Jurassic more Park, in Schindler's List, Tombstone, yeah. Days and Confused, Ooh. Sandlot, uh, Robin Hood, Men mm. in Tights, True Romance, <laughs> uh, The Piano, mm-hmm. uh, Alive. Mm. Eating Gilbert's grape, indecent proposal, the fugitive. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's not Gilbert's Gilbert grape. grape. It's what what's, he's, who, Gil- what's eating Gilbert grape? <laughs> Gilbert grape. Who gives a shit? I don't care. It's not his grape. He's the grape. Great, awesome. What's eating Gilbert's grape? That's got me ball. That's the movie. Okay. Good question. Um, yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. The Firm, Carlito's Way, Groundhog's Day, Falling Down, Super Mario Brothers, Philadelphia, oh, Groundhog's Day, The Crush. Um, Demolition mm. Man. Hope I mean, you're saying a lot of great movies. Mm. Of Free Willy came out in '93. Yes, <laughs> a Bronx <laughs> oh, Tale but... came out in 1993. Dude, '93. Yeah, I mean, was how a much more can year. we really talk about this? Cliffhanger came out in '93. Apparently, longer. Look, I think um, that's all well and good, but the ones that you led with, Schindler's List and Jurassic Park, yeah. both came out in 1993, directed by the same person. So that was a good year for him, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Spielberg. Sure, there was some sort of like. Oh, Spielberg. Uh, I'm exhausted. Jesus, I feel like I've been screaming for 45 minutes. Like, we how have. do you think Robin Williams we felt? Have. This is like when we hang out. <laughs> We're all just like, nah. we don't have this. We don't have this kind of stamina anymore. Just, We're not, you know, 
together with a bunch of people screaming at each other in a room anymore. I just want to say so this mad, movie uh, should I not didn't have like been, Sally Field's character. This movie was we, we got this that. movie was point break long and it only needed to be as long as Liar Liar, which is about eighty something minutes. Wow, that was where my head, but okay, point made. Hey, <laughs> so I think we're in agreement that this film never should have been uh, made, well, or it definitely it definitely would have been would not have been made today. But yet mm. they made a Broadway musical version of it <sighs> that launched right before the pandemic, and they still went forward with it. And they said, "No, what? Screw it. We don't care that everyone's dying. They need to see Mrs. Doubtfire, the musical, and it is may still, in fact, be playing on Broadway wow. or thereabouts." Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I didn't know that. Jesus Christ. Dude, did yeah. you- And I think most people's response to this was, um, why? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this movie was also based on a book. Um, mm-hmm. that was um based on a book from nineteen eighty seven called Alias Madame Doubtfire by Anne Fine. Um so Sister of Fran Fine, the nanny from Queens. <laughs> I hate you. That's got me ball. <laughs> the, the flashing girl from flushing she <laughs> love that show um she uh, much like cocktail this movie was yeah was based on a book so mm. cocktail was based on a oh, book yeah i thought it was based on a placemat from a diner oh, no it was based on a novel <laughs> and the novel possibly novel. was about the tgi fridays franchise <laughs> I believe that, that the guy who started te- was making up in his business class. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. TJ Fridays, the guy who started TJ Fridays just wanted to meet girls. No joke. That was it. He's like, I want to meet girls. So I'm going to make a bar. Sounds like cocktail. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like the fucking plot of cocktail. Put it in a mold. Cocktail, cocktail takes cocktails very seriously. As <sighs> Mrs. Delphire does not take transgender, trans, no. uh, anything seriously. Nothing. Just being a dad. One last the most important thing. Yeah. Be clean, make some dinner, take get a job, and you won't have to dress up like Mrs. Doubtfire. Words to live by. That's basically <laughs> Oh, and one last thing, which is funny. At the end of the movie, his station wagon is much cleaner than it looked in the beginning of the film. It was dirty. They do have car washes in the nineties, you know. Well, I know, but the whole point he's a dirty, like, you know, whatever, like idiot. And then in the end he learns how to wash his car and vacuum. Not everybody knows how to vacuum. Let me tell you. <laughs> I vacuumed Manny's entire house in Vermont. It was great. That's great. I loved it. Oh, my God. So here we are. I think we're at that moment where we go, does this movie pass the nostalgia test? What are the criteria of this nostalgia <laughs> test exactly? I don't think anyone explained this to me. I mean, so basically when we do it, it's like, okay, there's something that could just be nostalgic and it makes you... It, so does it have good. any it was good but yeah. it just stays nostalgic and like you don't think that it would be like something that you'd be constantly wanting to watch yeah you're not going out of your way to watch this does it have any redeemable value now or is it all just based on how i felt about it at the time right like yes. basically yeah. yeah or is, or it, just is it just terrible bad? like it actually isn't the way you remembered it and yeah. it's terrible like take your pants well, off and jacket you know, I didn't or, figure or out the pun the in that until about two years ago. Me too, dude, when I started this podcast. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a joke, and it's a dirty one. Okay, good one, guys. <laughs> oh, my well, God. Shouldn't we take off your jacket and pants? I don't get it. <laughs> well, oh, um, you know, it's hard. In this case, it's very hard to remove the nostalgic component because I think for anybody in our general age range, Robin Williams was like our surrogate screen father, and he made all those, you know, kids' movies. And so it's just kind of inextricable from being kids mm. but 
you put anybody else in the role, it's a different film, but it's not one that we want to watch. It's not one we'd be talking about. So I think that's a failure. I think it fails the test. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I almost don't want to say it's, it was bad. I just, it definitely, it definitely, I, I agree with Duck. Like, it, it was a good Robin Williams film. Um, you know, you know, made him shine with all his different like characters that he does, but definitely just stays nostalgic. They, this thing is, whew, I no, no, it was, it was I hate. Hey, but what do you think about Sally Fields' character? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, she's, there's nothing good about this film. I mean, like, oh, it's <laughs> well, terrible. It's terrible. I don't know. It, was, know it if does it's not a- hold up. Like, is next Friday better? Is Parent Trap better? I'm trying to like think about other comedies. Problem Child. The 90s Problem Child. Like, I, I get, you know, like there's movies that I could just like slip into it and just be in that yes. world um, and like suspend yeah. my disbelief. But this one was just like, okay. I see what they were doing. Like he was just, he had to do his little, all his characters. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, there's just a lot of problems with it. So I don't think it definitely does not. It's not like I'm going to be like, yeah, I can't wa- wait to watch this like every year. I, <laughs> you know, I don't want to have two hours. This movie, yeah. I think like I, it doesn't pass because there's a lot of caveats to this film. Like there's too much explanation that you have to make to like before you go, Hey guys, this is my favorite film. Be, but wait, but I, there's a lot of things I need to explain about, uh, the nineties. Uh, you know, you don't really have to explain that much. I mean, this is going to sound really weird, but. I feel like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure has less problems than than this film. When I'm watching this, I'm just like, wait a second. It somehow requires less explanation because it's all there. It's like, oh, okay, so they have to time travel in this phone booth in order to, you know, make history right Except and the, get their well, the, past their science report. The first thirty seconds of that film actually is really confusing. But I would say, like, when it comes to like issues, like Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't even know if it's like a comedy. Comedy. It's not as funny as I remember it. Being I believe, up. according to Wikipedia, it's a comedy drama. Oh boy! Yeah, so, yeah. I, Which means they don't know what it is. Exactly. So I'm going to say yeah, it, it stays. All, yeah, you're right. It you're right. Pass. It was. It was almost like a really bad episode of This Is Us. It's like, like it was trying to be like really serious about like divorce, family, and like divorces and stuff. And it's like, yeah, what were they trying to address here? It's like, slightly um, funnier than Kramer versus Kramer. Like basically, like ooh, ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know <laughs> Manny didn't like Kramer either No He's not saying which one <laughs> but, but it's like They tried to make It's like alright I bet before they cast Robin Williams in this film This was a straight drama I mean I think I read that there were a bunch of Tim Alan had turned it down. Oh my and, god! Uh, yeah, thank God. Um, and some other, some other, you know, nineties people. I don't remember who. I think Wikipedia wow. probably. But hey, bonus question: The Go song on. "Dude Looks Like a Lady" was written about a famous dude who looks like a lady. Who is that dude? Oh, I don't know, bro. Who is that? Vince Neil. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shut up. That's Are you kidding wrote. me? True story. Oh, True story. Man. Steven Tyler, a dude who looks like a lady, cruised into a bar on the shore. Her picture graced in the ground in the door, but it was actually Vince Neil of Motley Crue, who in the mid to late 1980s did in fact look like a lady. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. I I am not a fan of... Do you know uh, that this is on the list of the top 100 funniest American movies in in the year 2000? What? A list made in the year 2000? Included among the American Film Institute 2000s list of top 100 funniest movies. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. Do you want to hear all the people that were considered for this for this role? Here we go. Ready? Sure, you're going to tell us. Brian Cranston, Mel Gibson, Harrison Ford, Tom Hanks, Rick Moranis, Bill Murray, Michael Keaton, Alec Baldwin, Steve Martin, Kevin Klein, Bill Paxson, Martin Short, John Candy, John Goodman, Jeff Bridges, Kurt Russell, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Chevy Chase, Michael J. Fox, Kevin Bacon, Jerry Seinfeld, Jason Alexander, Daniel Stern, Billy Crystal, Happy Birthday, Charles Grodin, Dennis Quaid, John Travolta, David Hasselhoff, Phil Pullman, John Ritter, Richard Gere, Robert De Niro, Jeff Daniels, Dan Aykroyd, Bruce Willis, Rowan Atkinson, Jim Carrey, Tom Cruise, George Clooney, Kevin Costner, and Sean Penn were all considered to play. Okay, Daniel. who was the coked up casting director who sat down and <laughs> rattled off that list of names? Yeah, they were just rattling. Here's every name I know. This was a money. This was a money grab. That's Dude, I would love to have seen Sean Jim Carrey Penn. Would have been the only Jim Carrey would have been the only one that might have been able to pull this off. Nobody knew who Jim Carrey was in 1993. Yeah, but like, you didn't say Brian Cranston. Imagine Brian Cranston in 1993. Sean Penn. Doctor Tom. Doctor Tim Watley. Dude, the only one that I think should have been True. would have been great would have been Michael Keaton because Michael Keaton. I don't know. There's just that would have been a different movie though. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm a stuffer. Harrison Ford. I mean, he, he would have. He would. It would have been boring. It would have been a drama, bro. Yeah, he would. That would have been a drama. Well, well, Sean Penn. It would have been even more dramatic. It would have been ridiculous. It would have been method. He would have. <laughs> 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 wow. So, Mr. Doubtfire from 1993 does not pass the nostalgia test. It stays nostalgic. It remains in 1993. I don't think I'm ever going to look to watch it ever again. Um, it is two hours. It is very long. And it's not as funny as I remember it. I don't know what I thought was so funny when I was a kid in 1993. And I can't believe I sat through a two-hour movie. I can't believe I sat through anything for two hours when I was a kid. <laughs> I could barely do it now. Oh my! I like sitting. I oh, think yeah. we already talked too long about this movie. In fact... <laughs> We, we've <laughs> talked for almost the length of the movie. I mean, no by this point, they're already be at the restaurant. Oh, my God. Manny, Jeremy, thank you so much for being here. This was really fun. I mean... Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. Open invitation. <laughs> Whatever you want to come back. Come up with... What are you a- doing tomorrow? <laughs> Manny, what are come you doing up with a- What am I doing tomorrow? So I'm going to come up with some nostalgia that needs to be tested? Not coming on to this one. But yeah, thank you so much, Jeremy, for being here. The duck, everyone. Jeremy, before you go. Oh, go ahead. Man. One last thing. Have you seen Rescue Rangers trailer? Oh, uh, I caught bits of it. The the new one, the Andy Samberg one. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah I, I I think I, I think I saw a part of it. Why? Am I Are excited? You excited? So much for it? Uh I'm gonna go with no. And uh, I haven't really given much thought. I'd probably watch it. It'd probably be fun. I like 
the Andy Samberg, Brooklyn Nine Nine, um, the Lonely Island movies. Those guys are insane. But like Ducktales was my favorite show of all time, which is on around the same time as Rescue Rangers. And I just don't really have any interest in watching the new one with David Tennant. Why not? I even have here's a vintage early 1990s unboxed, not yet unboxed Scrooge McDuck uh, Kellogg cereal toy on my Dude, desk. Sc- Scrooge McDuck is in it. He's swimming in money. Okay. In, in That's the what he does, man. Manny, don't, don't try to mean, convince him. He doesn't want to see it. He doesn't dude, it's give gonna a shit. Be, you're going to watch it. It's going to be an what, Easter egg of oh, our nostalgic. No, what I think they need to do. Roger Rabbit 2. Just bring back. I have, I have a kid. I have a kid now. I'm going to watch it. Just bring back Tailspin. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Bring oh, back oh, Tailspin. Oh, 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 Tailspin. Tailspin. Wow, and there we go, everyone. Manny, thank you so much. Thank Manny, good to see you again. But and good to uh, see just you, Dan. Totally, just another movie that from our childhood. Just like pfft, <laughs> goodbye. You ruined our childhood. Thanks. <laughs> hopefully, That's what it's all about. hopefully, when uh, we watch the hook, we uh, talk Ooh, a little bit better about it. I don't know it, about I'm that. Not really sure. I'm not really sure. But everyone, hey, it's got uh, Dustin Hoffman from Kramer vs. Kramer. It's not, at least it's not Peter Pan, like the original. It's got All no right. problems. We got to go. <laughs> Tell us what you think going. about Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, did you remember that it was two hours long? What were your <laughs> favorite scenes? And does it pass the nostalgia test? Tell us on Instagram um, and TikTok at the nostalgia test, Twitter at nostalgia test. Hit us up, uh, follow us at nostalgiatest.com. Hit us up with a rating, review, and um, yeah, we'll see you at the next test. Boom. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter, at Nostalgia Test, and on Instagram, at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test.